Hi guys and welcome to this episode of the Comedy Defects Podcast. My name's Winter Fonander, I'm a comedian, and this is my show. So welcome to the show, guys. Those of you that know the show, welcome back. Those of you that don't know, well, you're more than welcome. This is episode 57, and before I tell you a little bit more about that, I'm going to tell you what's been going on with me. I've been, been gigging a lot. I have been doing some interesting stuff. I've been trying some new bits out and they've been going good. I've been really enjoying it. I've been, ah, just been, I've been loving it. I mean, I love comedy anyway, but you know, there's sometimes when you just feel that, ah, it's just growing great. You're just really enjoying it. You know, whatever, just, it's for you really, as well as them, but you know, really it's for you, isn't it? I've been actually been making time for friends, for family, just trying to get the balance right. I've been talking about trying to get the balance right in the course of the last few years. And I think now at the moment, for now, for this month, I think I have it kind of right. I'm kind of pleased and everything just seems to be falling into place. I've also read a few books as well. I read one called Flow. It was recommended to me by a very funny man called Mark Jenkins. Some bits in that book I kind of relate back to what I'm doing at the moment. Everything just seems to be flowing into place. But, you know, maybe it's psychosomatic, but whatever what gets you through the day. Uh, what else has been going on with me? I've been, uh, I say, I've been just doing some new stuff and I've been writing some shows. I did. I told you I did a narrative last year. I did a narrative called A Side Effect and I am taking a show around the place at the moment. It was going to be called In Bits, but now it's called By the Power of Grayskull. It's a lot more fun, I feel. I think I'm going to enjoy that show a hell of a lot more. A bit more than I enjoyed. I enjoyed last year's show, but and there's some audiences that come to the show and you're like, oh man, they've got to follow this arc all the way through. And then you kind of go, well, you know, I want it to, to be there for them as they are for me. You know, give them the best possible time. So this show, by the power of Grayskull, is going to be kind of going around the country under a different name, under, you know, because I'm just going to get some new stuff out there and we'll have fun with it. By the time it gets to the fringe, it's going to be by the power of Grayskull still. I'm really loving the poster. That poster was so much fun to make. And the, the show, it just seems to be falling into place. I'm, I'm not worried about this one. It's just the funniest show I can write. And, you know, as well as, you know, there's no massive story arc. It's just like, hey, look, this is me doing bits and enjoying it. But if you want to come see that, it's going to be around the place. It's going to be in Leicester. On the 16th of February, I'm going to take it down to Brighton. And the dates will be on my website, which is winterphonander.com. I'm also hopefully going to be taking it to the Edinburgh Fringe as well. And maybe Hastings, but the dates will be on my website, which Danny Clives is hammering away at as we speak. He's nearly got it done. He's nearly got it finished. And uh, I've also, what else have I been doing? I've been been writing a sitcom. I've been getting the structure of a sitcom out, which is, uh, I won't tell you any more about that at the moment. But I've been doing that with my wife. And we're having fun writing that together. It's kind of, I know it's sickening, isn't it? Enjoying each other's company and writing a sitcom together. But it's really fun. I'm, I'm loving doing that. I've got one more to write as well. But I'm just trying to get the structure and the, I've got the structure, I've got the episodes down. And we're going to just kind of, all we're going to do is write the jokes for it really. <laughs> so not much. But there's plenty to do. So much fun. I'm enjoying it, you know. But there's, that's what's been going on with me. I think, I think that's enough really. Uh, yeah, I think there's, there's plenty, uh, as, you know, as well as just kind of touring the shit out of it, really. But yeah, that's me. I'm also on Twitter at Winter Phone Under. This podcast is on Twitter under the title at The Comedy Defect. You can also see the jokes that I've raked out of the Guinness Encyclopedia, and they'll be up under the handle at Guinness Jokes. They're all there. I'm nearly at page 100. I've been busy, guys. I've been really busy. <laughs> I haven't gotten past page 100 yet. But hey, we're, we're doing well. We're doing well. And look, you know, I've got a lot to do. I just told you. I'm doing loads. But this is a great episode. This is episode 57, 
with a very funny comedian. He got through to the semi-finals for So You Think You're Funny. He's from Townsville in northwestern Australia. And he's a really lovely guy. Edinburgh Fringe, we all shared a house. And uh, myself, Gary Sampson, also Jez Watts, you heard on the podcast already. But very funny guy. Talked to him for a bit about his life and how he got started in comedy. I hope you enjoyed this one. This is episode 57 with a very funny Zach Dyer. So, Zach Dyer, welcome to The Comedy Defect, man. How are you? I'm You're very right? well, thanks, mate. What's yeah. the podcast called? The Comedy Defect. The Comedy Defect, that's yeah. right. It's because uh, I, I used to run a gig called The Comedy Effect. That was back when I first started. And I thought, effect? Defect? Because that's what they really were. They were comedy defect gigs. Yeah, so yeah. I thought, I'll use that name because that has a nice kind of sort of disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, as I thought, I'd follow that sort of narrative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great name. Like yeah, it. it's going good, man. You know, so, yeah. So, uh, how, how are you, man? What's been going on with you? I'm good, mate. I'm at the end of my little trip over here to Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. End of my three weeks. I leave tomorrow morning, so I'm... Jacked for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've had fun. I'm a bit worn out and stuff, though. I can't wait to get home to my own bed and stuff like that. Mm. You came over for So You Think You're Funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Semi-finals you were in, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And how was it? It was great. It was a good gig. It was about 100 people, 150, no, probably 100 people in yeah. the Gilded Balloon room there one night. It was good. It was lots of fun. I didn't get through, oh. but it was still, it's good to come over and, and be a part of it, you know? Mm. It's great. But you've been meeting with, I mean, the thing is, like, you know yourself, you, the, we've discussed this before, and you said, like, the people you meet and the the, pr- the promotion you get from doing that semi-final, yeah. you're always going to meet other people that are going to open a door for you and go, well, okay, well, here's, you didn't go through that door, there's another door here for you to go through. Like, yeah, 100%. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you, you were saying you uh, met with a Melbourne... Yeah, uh, one of the, the new directors of in the Melbourne Comedy Festival, so... Hmm. Hung out with her, had a drink and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, good to meet people like that. Because the reason I came over is I won the Australian version of So You Think You're Funny, basically. Raw comedy. And the prize for that is to come compete over here. So just that in itself is a huge boost, you know. That actually went on television in Australia last week. So Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've had a bit of a push from that. I haven't seen it yet because I haven't been able to watch it because it's not available outside of Australia. but. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I can't wait to get the footage and have a look and oh, yeah. for a showreel as well. You know, that's yeah, like, bloody oath. It's come all... off, bloody was it bloody oath? What do you say? What's your your like your you said saying there? You're saying a bloody what? Fucking oath. Oh bloody oath. yeah, bloody fucking oath. I've never heard that. Song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gary like, was saying that. Yeah. He's met some Australians and like they're all saying your catchphrase, mate. Yeah. Fucking oath. I was bloody like, never. Oath. Yeah. Right, yeah, <laughs> okay, cool. It's a mantra. It's like yeah, bloody fucking oath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And uh, and so you're uh, that'd be good. I say great for sure. When you come off the plane, you'll be like kind of. Been on TV, guys. Yeah, yeah. Give credit up. Yeah, yeah. Said, where's my, where's my, where's my, where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's it, man. Yeah. And so, uh, you, you're from what part of Australia? I'm from North Queensland originally. Right. I'm living in Melbourne at the moment, but I'm from up in the deep north. All right, okay. As it's known. What's that like up there? It's kind of known as like the hillbilly state a All little right. bit, like because it's just like less populated. Well, it's the third most populated state. In Australia, but the second biggest, and all the majority of the population's in the southeast of that. But I was up, up north, grew up in a town, not a tiny town, like three hundred thousand people, mm. like a small city, you know, coastal oh. city. Lots of people who move away from there like to. I think it's like anywhere you move mm. away from your hometown, people like to talk shit. They don't like where they came from or whatever because obviously they left for a reason. But yeah. I'm not one of those people. I like I've got a lot of love for my hometown, yeah. so I like to get up there. It's too fucking hot to live there though. Oh, right. 
Yeah, I got over overdoing the summers. Huh. Just hot, humid. Oh, but winter, yeah. not you. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the season winter is yeah. like it's the most perfect weather in the world. It's right. you know it'll rarely get above twenty five degrees, sunny every day, no rain, like just perfect. Just like our fucking summer here. Right? Yeah, you know, pretty much. Like, right. This is that's the topping out with like twenty five to maybe twenty nine degrees. So yeah, yeah. What what did you do over there? What did you do before you started comedy? I had a bunch of jobs, just a bunch of shit-kicking jobs, basically. I worked in sewers oh, when yeah. I left school for two years, yeah. doing epoxy in, in the sewers. After that, I spent a little bit of time unemployed, and then I got into tree cutting, travel around trimming trees, cutting trees down, stuff right. like that. I did that for about five years. Hmm. With a little bit of a break in between, I, um, I moved down to Brisbane for maybe six months, and that's where I started doing comedy. That's where I got the taste for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I ended up moving back to Townsville, Kept cutting trees, but I was still doing a little bit of comedy here and there, but mm. not, obviously not much because there wasn't too much to do. Yeah. Maybe one, one or two gigs a month. Uh, it's hard and, to get better at that rate, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. You do one gig and it'll go well, and then it's a month later, so it's like you haven't gigged yeah. ever because mm. you've still got the same nerves, nerves and you can't work yeah. anything, you know what I mean? Mm. So spent yeah, a total of five years doing the tree work and stuff like that, mm. and you, know, you meet a lot of characters doing that. Mm. And, like There's a lot of, um, especially... Up there, there's a lot of cowboys, mm. just just wild people. The plan was, once I moved back from Brisbane, I was either going to move back to Brisbane or to Melbourne mm. to really have a go at comedy, you know? So it took me a little bit longer than I expected, but I ended up moving to Melbourne and just getting stuck in, just mm. doing as many gigs as I can. That's it. So, but like you worked in a, in a sewerage Basically, plant. yeah. Uh, not, a, not a plant, just the manholes. Right. Because whatever's in the sewerage shit and piss and mm. all the rest of it, mainly water... It builds up a gas called hydrogen sulfide, mm. which rises in the manholes, and because of all the moisture in the concrete and stuff like that, it mixes, mm. it makes sulfuric acid, oh, right. and it chews away the concrete of the walls, so they start to just break down. Okay. So our job was, it was a terrible job. We'd go in, we'd have to water blast, like have high pressure water, water mm. blast the walls. Sometimes it would just like it would just be like sand flying off it, you know, like yeah. you're in like a maybe a metre and a half cylinder, like yeah. you've got full wet weather gear on, you've got a 5,000 PSI water blaster, so you're like, like you, know, you can't see me on the podcast, yeah. but you're huddled up, you've got yeah. this fucking powerful hose right in front of your right. face, you're all kitted up though, yeah. and you just got to blast all yeah. the walls, and if yeah. they're too rough, you have to grind them, oh, no. so you're in there for a day grinding with a pneumatic grinder, concrete grinder, to smooth the walls off, then you patch them up with a special epoxy sort of render, uh. and then we would coat them with epoxy paint. Man, like, but like, I guess that you know when you're spraying that stuff, even the diluted sulfuric acid that builds up is gonna get if it gets on your skin, it's gonna take. Oh no, no, it's not that bad. Oh, no, it's no, not, no, no, okay. it's very, it's very, um, it's very okay. diluted. Yeah, okay, it's right. a slow process that it breaks down there, right. but it's just the sheer force of it coming off yeah, that right. can be, and the cockroaches and uh, all, just all the rest of it. Man, that was, I bet that was one of those jobs you could be like. Oh, I've got, to, I've got to find a way out. Yeah, fucking oath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is, yeah. That's, that's and it, that probably wasn't even the worst, the worst part about that job. I was actually writing about it the other day. I was mainly not in towns or doing it. I was living, we're doing it in another city, which is about four hours away. Cairns, same, similar sort of size city. But I was living with my boss and the two other workers, which were his two twin sons. Mm. And the boss is just a nightmare. And his sons weren't much better, you know. And he could treat... He went through workers like nothing else because he would just he was just an asshole, you know? 
and the only people who could get to hang around were his flesh and blood. Oh, and that's it. But it, you know, teaches you what you don't want to do. That's it. And there's definitely better options out there. Yeah. It's a good, it's good learning coming straight out of school and just diving straight in mm. that, doing long days, living in with these people. It was terrible at the time. Mm. It just, yeah, like I said, it just teaches you. Grinds you down a bit. And yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. This is where I am now. I know I don't want to be. You're literally wading through the shit, yeah. are you? Like, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, mate. That's it. It's, you get a, you know. Do you ever? I mean, I had this once, right? Uh, I was in a job which uh, I hate for a bit as well. So if you, you know, you have a few, you know. But like, uh, I was uh, building up a stonemason, building stone walls and stuff, yeah. mate. You know, r- repetitive as shit. Yeah, yeah. You're out in all weathers, sometimes fucking doing it. Yeah, man, and like, and uh, I don't know if you ever had this, but you know, you're, you're you just get into that sort of meditative state of just like one thing off the other thing and then and you just kind of zone out yeah well, yeah, and then, yeah. and then you kind of like, do you ever, I, had, I don't know about experience one day and I saw myself loading a barrel of stones and I was like oh my god who the fuck is this guy yeah and that was fucking me you know you start to lose your yeah 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 it's a and surreal like, experience fuck that's me yeah. that's me loading that oh fuck what, where am I like it's fucking weird shit but that kind of shit happened to you as well were you there yeah 100% yeah yeah, yeah. you're just like what yeah. What am I doing this for, you know? Yeah. Did you do, like, performance in, in school as well? or Never, nothing? ever. Just was like, oh, man, I, I fucking... Look, they, they can't hurt me more than this fucking job's hurting me. I'm going to go up there and just tell them about my life. Yeah, know? pretty much. I um I always liked comedy. I mm-hmm. always liked watching stand-ups and stuff. I used to listen to a lot of stand-ups. I never had the inclination that I thought I could do it or anything like that for the whole time I was a teenager. My dad's a big fan of comedy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then I started listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's podcast in particular, like back in 2011, so when he just first started doing it, you know, and then like he sort of just explained the process of how you start and he talked about the lifestyle of it and stuff like that. I was like, fuck, that sounds like fun, you know, and it's just like all you got to do is go to an open mic and, and do it. There's no prerequisite more than that. You just got to start doing it. I was like, well, fuck that sounds pretty cool. Mm. I had that idea, and then I um I had a girlfriend that was living in Brisbane at the time. She'd just moved down, so I went down to visit her, and we went and watched some stand-up. Mm. We actually watched a Raw Comedy Heat that year. It was like amateurs, but they were quite good, mm. and I, I saw it, and I was like, yeah, I can definitely do this. Yeah, yeah. I would like to do that. And then I ended up moving down there maybe, I don't know, six, eight months later, and just slowly built up the courage and, mm-hmm. and did it. I'd never done any public speaking or anything like that. I went to a school that was like a public school, but they had a really good arts, oh. so there's lots of music and drama and performance mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but I didn't, I didn't do any of it. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. involved. I was just like a delinquent yeah. student, you know? Like, I'd just go to school three days a week and yeah. just to fuck off. Like, yeah. I did fuck all in school. Yeah, so I just signed up for an open mic and did it and mm-hmm. wrote some fucking shitty material get got up and I did well my first time as well I did yeah. quite well yeah. so I was like yeah that's where was it. that where was your first time then? Um, Brisbane Newmarket Hotel Newmarket yeah. Hotel yeah, yeah. it's a hotel eh? it's not usually the, the nicest crowds are they they're a little bit kind of like you know they're a bit kind of stuck up or are they okay no they're alright there because that's a well established open mic you know in mm. Brisbane there's one comedy club and they run there's a, other open mic rooms but they run a few open mic rooms you know right. what I mean so you call up the, the comedy club and book your spot in. And the new market's their oldest one, and they've sort of got it set. But Brisbane and Queensland generally in Australia is known to have some of the hardest gigs because they're all in pubs, and Queensland people don't give a fuck, you know. They're like, it's hot. They're just there to drink. So they're just like, if you, a lot of strong comics come out of Brisbane because if you can get up and make people that they don't want to, they'd rather put money on the greyhounds and watch you do comedy. But if you can get up and get their attention, make them laugh, mm-hmm. 
and you're doing pretty well. Get to the punchline quick. Don't none of this baggy shit in the middle. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, whimsy. Not gonna work here. Nah, nah. <laughs> so yeah, especially being in Melbourne, a lot, a lot of us Queensland comics have a reputation of being quite strong yeah, coming in. Cool. From that environment, you know. Nice. So with that Mrs. Or did she just like get you towards the comedy and then you just went? And yeah, no. <laughs> I um. That's why I ended up moving back to Townsville after I started. That it kind of fell apart. Plus, I was working a shitty job there, and it just it just wasn't working, you know. So I was like, fuck. I'll, I'll just go touch base at home. I only plan on going for like a year or something, but you know, shit happens. I ended up back in Townsville for three years, back cutting trees and just doing a little bit of comedy here and there. I really like tree lopping as a job because it's. It's way better than the sewer work, actually, because yeah. it's exciting. Like, it's hard. It's very hard work, but it's exciting, you know. Mm. You're cutting down massive trees, so there's shit going on. You're yeah. active. Your mind's active. You yeah. can't zone out and stuff like that because yeah. there's, there's shit going on, and you meet cool people. And so, I mean, like you say, you know, you work... Maybe you would go to school three days a week. You were like, have, you were getting some stories together for your uh, for your gigs. Like, ah, oh, this happened to me, and then I did that, and like you just you're building up a, a life in it, really. Yeah, right? I think so, yeah, just experience. Just, and then start comedy. That's it. You don't want that kind of thing. You yeah, know, yeah. And drawing from all the, the the hedonistic days, like. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I spent a lot of time as a teenager just fucking off. I stayed in school until I, I graduated year twelve and passed and everything. Oh. But I was only there because I didn't have a driver's license and I didn't want to get a job yet yeah, yeah. and there was girls at school so it's like, I like I'm just going to stay here <laughs> until I can just enjoy yourself in it yeah yeah, yeah. Gig in Brisbane and Melbourne yeah and then have you been on in any other festivals around the country or no I did a split show with two other guys from Melbourne during the last Melbourne festival mm. which is a good experience we yeah. just did a half run you know had a little room yeah we lost a little bit of money but it was just good to have mm. that experience see what goes into putting a show together and mm. all the rest of it you know what I mean yeah. and that was really good for the um, Royal Comedy Competition as well because the night I had the grand final which is in Melbourne Town Hall 1500 people massive massive gig mm. I'd gigged for I've been on stage 20 minutes every single night yeah. for a week beforehand mm. doing my own show so I was just like yeah. tight ass great yeah yeah it worked nice. out really good that's cool man and uh 1,500 people, that's great. So do you slow it down for those people or just like... Yeah, you for gotta, sure. you you, you got to gotta slow down a little bit because the laughs take so much longer yeah. to roll over. And so I can't wait to see it, to be yeah. honest, because it's all professionally shot on telly. Amazing. Like, yeah. Amazing. So you come to Edinburgh now and you did the So You Think You're Funny. Who's your influence in when you first started comedy? Like you went, okay, I want to be like that comic or I mean, I, I really like that comic. Who's Rogan you? kind of, but not his style. Just mm-hmm. he was the main inspiration at it can be done like he laid out the path like he showed mm. me that what the path is you yeah. know what I mean and his comedy is very funny mm. but like when it comes to like straight like people that make me like their stand up is brilliant I like Bill Burr obviously like mm. Chris D'Elia mm-hmm. it's just silly lots of local people since moving to Melbourne you mm. see like people that are there and you're like oh fuck mm. if I've got to be on the same gigs as these, as these mm. guys I need to be funny just a realisation once I got to the yeah. got to the main Events. comedy city yeah, in Australia yeah. you know that's it there's like really high level people that's inspiring in itself I think absolutely you're like yeah. oh man I've got to really grind it out with this yeah. Yeah, this is it yeah. this isn't just coasting man you got to get put the work in and yeah 100% get, yeah because you could be on a lineup where they're in front of you so you've got to keep at least that same standard totally. You've got to and try and do better. Represent, me. yeah, represent yourself, mate. It's, it's yeah, every yeah. day's an interview, isn't it? That's yeah, it. yeah. Your mum dad's around. Uh, they split up when I was eleven. Right. So I lived with my dad, and my mum ended up moving to Brisbane. She lived in the oh, right. capital city of Queensland, but I stayed up in Townsville with my dad. Right. 
and my sister for a little bit, but then she fucked off. And I've got an older brother as well, but he went with mum and he's a bit older, so he was off on his own. In my formative years, it was just me and my dad. Right. Did I come see in the raw competition? Nah, because he's up in Townsville, oh, which is fucking like... Miles away. Yeah, yeah, 2,000 kilometres away oh, or something I mean, like that's that. A long but way. That's just he used to come along to a few of the gigs in yeah. Townsville and stuff like cool. that. Yeah, yeah, he's very that's, proud of me. That's great, man. Yeah. That's, and the, the support, man, from the, from the homestead, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, what about the, the brother and sister? Are they into any dramatic kind of stuff or anything like that? Not really. They're yeah. funny people. Yeah. They are f- very funny people, but they're not really performers or anything like that. My sister lives in an even more remote place. She lives in Western Queensland. Right. She's got three kids, beautiful kids, mm. and she's just raising a little family there. Mm-hmm. And my brother lives in Sydney, and he's been there for maybe 10 years. Well, what's he doing? It's like a salesman. He's oh, got right. a real gift of the gab, my oh, brother. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. A, I think he's got a, had a major influence on the, the person that I am, even though I didn't really grow up with him like in the house as a teenager and stuff like mm. that. But he's a very funny, very unique person. And I mm. think, yeah, just trying to um, keep up and maybe impress him a little bit yeah. is what's made me a little bit like the, just the sarcastic sort of person I am. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I think he's had more of an influence than maybe I even realise. You've got to, it gives you the, the banter with the brother is, is great, isn't it? You yeah, know, 100%. Because kind of like, he, he's sadistic. Yeah. In a way, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. something else. Man. He yeah. tortured us growing up. Oh, like, no. absolutely tortured us. Yeah. But he's, he's a good person. Yeah. But he's, he's, I can't even explain that, man. Yeah. He's sadistic. Yeah, yeah. It's also like pain to uh, make you into a creative person, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. From that pain, ah, oh, you made, you made me this. Yeah, yeah. Just but, constant tormenting. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I could draw from that. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, I said, never-ending well of material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you talk about them in your act? Uh, your... Not really. All right. No, I don't think so. I, like, I don't I tell too many personal stories, I don't mm-hmm. think. I just, like, have a look at a subject and yeah. be absurd. Gags, like, then, just gags, gags, yeah. Just, right. like, little little mm-hmm. bits, you know, a few set-up punchlines and, cool. yeah, try and bring them home. I think this might be similar to uh, Ireland as well. Like, you know, in the schooling system, because you're in like a, a, you say it's a small city, but of 300,000 people, right? That's yeah. a fucking massive, compared to where I'm from. Yeah. It, that's huge. You know, like, fucking, like, there's a tiny population, right? And, yeah. And in school as well, the same thing. It was like, uh, well, okay, what do you, what, what you want to do? Okay, if you want to do anything in arts or anything about that, they were like, you don't want to do anything in arts, man. It's fucking, it's, it's not for, that's not for you. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, the arts is put in the sort of area with, like, the knitting and the, and the whole economics kind of like you know umbrella is yeah, yeah 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 like, yeah oh no that's that's not you need to get a real job you know yeah like, that's uh, right yeah that's yeah that's it and so like as I said Joe Rogan helped you kind of like I guess get well this is the route because there's no route is there really don't know when, when there's no this podcast has made things so accessible now haven't it yeah so, yeah with information you just hit the wall go well. I think I'm funny in 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 life. Yeah. How can where where's the job? Okay, we're in school. Were you like messing about with, with in school, like just being a dick? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's just all like, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was always. It's a classic thing. Like you read any of my report cards, it would always say Zach is an intelligent student. Mm. He just doesn't apply himself, and yeah. that was like the story growing up. Mm. Just like yeah. I can. I'm not an. He's not an idiot, mm. but he just doesn't do the work. Yeah. You know, that's he'd rather true. just fuck off and yeah. have a laugh. And do you uh, do you see your mom as well? Uh, yeah, from yeah. time to time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm um, it, like I uh, I drove from Townsville to Melbourne twice in the past year. Mm. Once when we first moved down. Again, when I went up for my birthday and I got a car, so I just yeah. would stop in and see her. Other than that, we speak on the phone every now and then. Mm. And she come see you uh, the gigs yet? She saw one of my very first ones when oh, I was living right. in Risen when I started. Mm. And other than that, I just haven't gigged in the same 
in the same oh, yeah. place as her, you know? I just, you would have watched the thing on, on telly the other day. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. other than that, that's it. Mate, I've, uh, like, I remember I made a massive mistake once. I like, uh, said, oh, the year's gone out. Uh, for the, the comedy sort of gong show. Yeah. You know, I invited in uh, my, my dad, uh, my brother, uh, his, uh, like, my, 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 um, my, his girlfriend. Yeah. And it was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I died. Oh, so yeah, hard. It's brutal. It was like, <laughs> talk about, like, bring him to a proper a gig, you know, with yeah, yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. Not like a gong show. I, I think I lasted, uh, I lasted that time. I lasted 17 seconds. Ooh. Oh, man, it was tough. Um, tough going, but like, yeah. I mean, I wasn't great, like, or any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. I was great, or they were like, they just didn't know who it was. Yeah. But there was this, this guy who went on, who walked on with a swagger, dude, like, you know, with his, like, big shoulders, and, like, you know, walked on. And he was an Italian looking dude, walked up to the microphone, and before he picked it up, the gong, and, like, and then, and then the MC came on. You, we didn't give this guy a fair crack of the whip, like, you know, yeah. let's, let's, let's get him back on again. And so, and, and, but, but before the guy left the first time, he said, you don't understand. It's because I'm good looking. They said this, and I was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, just get off gracefully, you know. Yeah. But like, you know, I did 17 seconds. You didn't get some like whatever. Move on, you know. And then, uh, and then, so he they got him back up to go. And he walked towards the microphone. As soon as he picked the microphone up, they gunged him off again. <laughs> How <laughs> does that gong show work? Who got who's in control of the gong? The crowd. The crowd. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they've yeah. got they put a hand up or like. They basically they've got three three red cards given out. Yeah. And the audience like put up. One red card, two red card, you know, three red cards. You yeah, that's it. And like, so it can last anything from like, you know, you can last anything from. Well, hopefully that's the five minutes, but it can. There's no grace. So yeah, like, right. They don't like your face or your sh- whatever it is. Anything about you? They yeah. Don't, oh, I don't like your shoes. Red card. Yeah, and right. Someone else puts a red card and goes, "Oh, this is fun and it's a game," you know. And then that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But I saw one uh, last Christmas. The crowd, like Ian Stone, was emceeing. And they kind of turned on him a little bit because, yeah. like, the crowd were being right dicks, like, to some of these acts, and then they were like, "Change the people who've got the cards." I was like, "I have never seen this happen before. This is usually a bloodbath." Yeah. And these the audience finally like turned against the 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 MC and her. He were like, "It's like it's like I don't give a shit. I'm you know I'm, I'm famous. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, you can see that he was like, "Well, this doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. This isn't the way this it's is supposed to go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really interesting to see the dynamic shift. You know? Yeah. But yeah, it was. But yeah, it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Like it's a bit of fun. You know? Yeah, we've got a gong show back home. Obviously, it's not on the same scale. A mate of mine runs it, mm. and it's, it's like a little miniature theater, really. That uh, they run gigs at on the weekends. Mm. But it's a little bit different. Um, there's a 90 second grace period. Oh yeah, yeah. So you got 90 second, but then there's three judges, and they've got the cards, and they whatever the crowd like. I've been one of the judges before. I get a little bit mean. I don't give people a chance. <laughs> But like you're on, you're, if you're one of the judges, you sort of just see how the crowd's reacting, and if there's like a dead spot, or like they say something crook or whatever, that's yeah. when we put the thing up and and can gong them. And then before they take off, there's a little back, bit of back and forth between like the host, who's one of the judges, the twelve judges, yeah. and even like the person on the gong, you know. So it's like you have your set, you got ninety seconds. After that, you can be gonged. Yeah. If you get through your set, then all power to you. Like that bodes well if you, mm. you might win there's 50 bucks mm. at the end but yeah but after you get gonged you have a little bit of a chat and that's mm. where the comedy is usually yeah like it's a lot of fun yeah, going yeah, back and forth cool. I think that sounds like a bit more friendly yeah it is yeah yeah you know, that one sounds fucking it is brutal. brutal man it is like it's like they're just such they're such fuckers man it's, yeah but it's it's you know what it is it's fine yeah that's right yeah it's, yeah it's, but like um, you just gotta take it like on the chin and just alright fuck it not tonight you know I remember uh this is like one night I followed a, uh, a rapper and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and then he, he was like, take out something out of your pocket, everyone. And I was like, 
God, you know, great. So I can't, how am I going to follow that? I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying words, you know, that's it. I mean, like, but it was just like, and so the three people after him, like, just got gonged off because it was like, the energy wasn't set again, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, and like, because the guy had a fucking backing track in the whole lot, you know? Yeah, right, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Musical comedy on steroids, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck. So then I was like, all right. So anyway, that was it. I accepted my licks. I was like, all right, well, fuck, you know, I've done it three times. So I'm not terrified of it anymore, which is fine. You know, the, those guys, you have a, like, do you have a minute to kind of like do after they've got through? Oh, or they just go do it five minutes and they're either, they give a clap off at the end. Yeah, yeah, oh, basically, you've you got about five minutes. Because of the gong show in the comedy store, you have like five minutes. Yeah. And you get through, and then at the end, got another minute to yeah. do right you don't get gone there but you just gotta do your best minute yeah right you know? so if you've like done your best five minutes you've got to fuck all left for the minute yeah you know? yeah it. so it's like okay but yeah it's a lot of fun man but it's just uh, and is there a prize at the end you, you get a crown yeah right you get a crown you get like a picture with a crown you might get a video or whatever yeah it, yeah so. that's great uh, but yeah it's a little bit of, bit of fun man so you're gigging a lot and you're just putting the work and you've done the festivals so what is what are you gonna do next what's the next move uh just keep just keep gigging yeah. as much as I can in mm. Melbourne and then try and do like little week stints mm. up in Brisbane okay. in Sydney and stuff like that mm. and just yeah just keep gigging and writing and yeah. trying to put something together in Melbourne is there like a load of rooms you can you can just loads of rooms you can play yeah there's loads of not have like 50 rooms something like that is there, is there? Uh, I don't know a number but there's several at night right and there's a lot of open so if you're not booked at a lot of the places there's a lot of sign up on the night open mics nice. most nights of the week it's, oh, it's down it's only getting more and more it's great it's oh, like growing cool. you can pretty much get on stage every day if, especially if you're, if you're quite good and mm. you can get booked a lot mm-hmm. you can just you can do you know two days great. three days Nice. I think my mate got the record that I know of at the moment. He's done. He did seven in one night, oh, just around Melbourne. Man, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so, like, yeah, but yeah. You just got to get better quicker, and that's it, man. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been going now? What, how, how many well, years? When I first moved to Brisbane was in 2012. Right. So five years. This mm. month it was August. Oh, great. Like I said, I spent three years in Townsville doing fuck all, like yeah, yeah. two or three gigs a month max. Mm-hmm. So, like, the development-wise, that was a very slow period. Mm-hmm. So I've probably developed more in the past year and a half living in Melbourne than I have mm-hmm. any time before that. So five years, but, like, a year and a half full-on mm-hmm. at that Melbourne pace, you know? Did you start off in stories and then move to more gaggy-based stuff? I'm not sure. I don't even know how to describe it, hey? Right. It's just, like, just little bits that I think are funny, like... Mm-hmm. I always like to just open up with a just easy one-liner just so you get them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just something about the way I look or whatever, that way they pay attention, they've laughed, they trust you, mm-hmm. and you can go into other things. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I just uh, Everything's just gotten tighter and, mm-hmm. and, and funnier, you know? You yeah. can just get, you know, where to put the punchlines to get the laughs and try and make it lead into something else. I think one of the hooks for a guy to be funny like you know to get sex yeah yeah right yeah so you can get sex whatever it is male yeah whatever you do basically you gotta make people laugh and enjoy it right so okay so especially if you're not really good looking you need you need your wit you need an edge yeah yeah 100 a bit of a hook you know that's it so that's the thing so i think that's where like this old guy thought oh fuck i need to get good this if i get good this this will help me out in whatever it is yeah yeah what is the best story that you tell people so, like, say if there's a bit in a lull in, like, say if you're in a, at, a, at a party or something like this, right? Yeah. And you can go, like, fuck, okay, this party is fucking not really going very well. Right? Yeah. So, uh, it's fucking, okay, this one always gets them. This one 
got you know or two if you've got two stories what is the, that story or whatever it is the, what is that story that you go right we're breaking this fucker out break glass that's it we're going for it what's that story so you take your time there's no rush for this I don't know there's one I've been telling recently which is like it's more shocking than anything because it's yeah. like and it's not a it's not a happy story okay it's um something that happened to a friend of mine a guy that I sort of grew up with met him through friends in high school mm. and we were always like we liked to party you know yeah. we were always we'd take a lot of ecstasy mm. you know party like drink a lot and whatever he always smoked a bit of meth right Right. he's one of those guys yeah. and that was a big thing me and my mates dabbled every now and then but we were always very aware that there was those guys that did that mm-hmm. and we didn't want to be like those guys you know mm-hmm. he sort of had his feet in both worlds you know mm-hmm. he was mates with us but he had this other thing and they were like yeah. He was a bit wild. Yeah. They were the messy group. You were like, they're just, okay, right, we, we, we get it, but we're... we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just a bit more scummy, over. you know? Yeah, yeah, right. It's probably a good word for it. Right. We always were like, you know, we know he does that, but whatever. And then we kind of, as you get older, you know, you start hanging around more people more often than not, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And he just kept going down that path. Mm. And it's like, fuck, you know, what can you do? You can't... Yeah, can't and he's a very headstrong person. It's oh. like, you can't... They've got to want to stop, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Addiction, mate. It's their addiction. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you could see it coming, but there's fuck all. Yeah. You know. Can't get in the way. Can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, he's gone wild, you know. He's yeah. just on it all the time. We'd go see him every now and then, went around to his place for his birthday. They're on it. We just hung around for a little bit, and then we left. Me and my, I was there with a couple of mates. And then I was living in Melbourne last year and I heard on the news that someone had been shot by the police in Townsville Fuck. which is like insane yeah like it's, it's not the US like yeah, yeah. you know and it was it wasn't a huge news story so it was just like speaking to my mate the next day it's like that was our mate Kitty yeah. it turns out he had been in trouble with the police like two weeks earlier and they'd given him a good beating you know right and then he was out in the middle of nowhere, basically. Like, out, of, it wasn't in town or anything. It was, like, a, at a service station, petrol station. And something had happened. These police rocked up. They knew who he was. His story was, because my mate went and saw him in the hospital, that he had been beaten up by him two weeks before, so he was running towards the cameras or the servo. I don't know what he was doing at this fucking servo. Right. Apparently he had a baseball bat on him. And his story was, he was running towards the cameras because he didn't want, if he was to get beat up again, he wanted evidence to hold against him, you know. He was doing that, they shot the tasers at him twice, didn't stick, didn't work, and yeah, they they shot him three or four times or something. Whoa. In the stomach. One went up and came out there, one went down his leg, and he ended up having to get his leg amputated at the knee. Whoa. And I don't know exactly what's happened since. When he was in the hospital and my mates went to see him, he hadn't heard a peep from the police. Nothing would come of it. Wow. So I don't know if they knew they were in the wrong or, like, they're just trying to brush it. That's serious, sir. That's insane. Like, Like he's got his leg amputated and they're just like, oh, oh, okay, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. But that's... So does that happen a lot, like, in... in no, like, no, no. I mean, like, it's in, like, it's in, like, the police... Like, so if you do something wrong in, in the... In the te- that's where you're from. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. In a te- What's it called? T- Townsville. Townsville, right? If yeah. you do something wrong in Townsville, the police won't necessarily take you in. They'll beat the fuck out of you and let you... Off you go. Well, I don't... I don't think... I don't think that's standard operation. Yeah. And I don't know... I don't even know how true that is. He mm-hmm. could just be, like... Because he didn't like the police. He could... Yeah, yeah. Who knows? They might have just arrested him and mm-hmm. rocked him up a little bit. 
and then, and then he's you know gone at the a wall yeah, yeah yeah so yeah I don't know like it's just wow. it just blew my fucking mind you know because that's like you never hear about mm. people being shot in Australia mm. full stop yeah, yeah. let alone by the police mm. and let alone outside of a major city in, in Townsville you know like way up in fucking North Queensland mm. and then not have it be like major news it's just mm. like there's an article about it mm. in like the paper and maybe on like a few websites or whatever, mm. but it didn't blow up. It was like nothing. And then he got taken to the hospital and then he was waiting there for the police to rock up for something to happen and, and nothing became of it. But it's like, I guess that these people are quite vulnerable people, aren't they as well? So yeah. like he's got no one who's got his back. So they're like, well... It's just this guy's a junkie. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's what I'm like, thinking. It's like, like he got his leg cut off. Who's going to take his this junkie's word over ours? Yeah. In a court. Oh, well, you know, they can barely string a sense together at this stage, I guess. As well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So they're pretty safe with the the. Yeah, they think. Yeah, that's right. If they wow. don't, if they don't bring anything of it, then they can't. They can't be. Yeah, it's like you know like, when you see the guy, the those like you know the junkies getting carried off into vans. It's like. I'm going to take you to court and the police are like yeah okay right yeah who's your lawyer what money have you got yeah yeah what yeah. money goes into your arms yeah, yeah. that's it and it's, uh, it's uh, wow but yeah that's, that's the most fucking crazy story yeah, that's it that's it so like it's, it's, it's a big problem then uh, meth and stuff and that yeah yeah it's like anywhere it's, it's pretty major all over Australia but like when you get down to the rural areas it's mm. it's bad you know because there's like Townsville's obviously it's not a tiny place but like you go out into like Rural New South Wales, rural Victoria is really bad where there's like, you know, 10,000 people in a town and there's nothing to do. Yeah. There's nothing to mm. do and, you know, it's cheap. Yeah. They're fucking, it just gets brought in by the ton yeah. and into the country by the ton. It's cheap. You know, these fellas start smoking it because mm. there's nothing else to do and then they just, like, once you're on it, it. And there's nothing else that you just keep smoking and smoking, and then it just gets it just gets worse and worse. Right. Yeah, that's it. It's like I mean, it's like that in uh, in like in in Ireland as well. It's like you know, it's, it's there's not really much to do in the in the towns. You know, there's yeah. very limited kind of things you can do. So I think there's a, there's quite a big drug problem in rural areas. Yeah, just uh, people just go bored out of their brains. Just yeah, to do something. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just there's no. Uh, I mean, I don't want to go ice skating, but you know what I mean? Like, nothing like this kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> all ice skating kids. There's yeah. no ice skating. Yeah, I'm also do ice. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Like, where there's nothing really to stimulate you activity wise, mm. and then you, you smoke meth, and it's yeah. like fucking the, one of the best feelings. Yeah. So, like, you, you go from nothing to like just this massive rush of euphoria and like having a great time with your mates. Like, yeah. fuck, let's do that yeah. all the time. And then it just snowballs from there, you know? That's it. Wow. That's it. It's a gateway, isn't it? A gateway to whatever other things as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm up all night, need to sleep now. How, where does it go from there? Yeah, that's right. You, yeah, you start going Mixing. uppers and downers, and that's when you fucking keel over. See saw of death. That's yeah, 100%. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So, so what's your dad do? What's, what's he into? Um, no, not meth. I'm not, I'm not saying it. What's, what's, your, what's your dad do? Oh, he, um, he works in the concrete industry. Oh, right. So, okay. he's done that for... Fuck, as long as I can remember. Is he like a, a lorry driver sort of thing? Basically, oh, yeah. yeah. His yeah, name's yeah. Laurie too. It's oh. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Great um, for I'm seeing. What's your name, Laurie? What do you do? I drive Laurie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't call him Laurie's over there. That's the only other thing. Yeah, he, he started off uh, driving trucks and stuff. I think he works more in the batching hut now. Okay. So just like filling the trucks up and... Alright, pays the bills, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's early starts. He's just a fucking workhorse, man. Yeah. Like, all he knows to do is just work. 
Right. Like he always, he's always got that fucking crack of dawn and yeah. goes just to work, and that's just what he does, you know, because he's got a nice big house and it's yeah. just about paid off. But like, that's just. I'm being on to him because he's almost paid off the mortgage for the house. Mm. Like, he's like, oh, you know, I can do anything now. I'm like, well, then fucking yeah. do it, Dad. Like, yeah. He's never been on an overseas holiday or anything like that. Yeah. I'm just like, well, you've got the freedom. You can do it. Then yeah. he's like, oh, you know, who would I go? It's like, fucking take me. Or just don't, <laughs> don't just go by yourself, mate. Like, yeah, just yeah. fucking... So I've just been, that's what I've been trying to get onto him. Yeah. I probably, I probably won't get him to go overseas, but I'll try and get him to just holiday around Australia a bit more and enjoy himself a bit more, you know, because he's, all he's done since I can remember is just fucking just work, you know, mm-hmm. and work to provide for mm-hmm. me and my family and whatever, yeah. like, um, and this, this house that he's built and stuff like that, like, he's been a slave to that, and that's what he says, I'm a slave to this place. I'm like, well, Dad, you've almost gotten to the point where you wanted to be when you first started this, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So why not enjoy yourself now, you know? Yeah. So that's what I've been trying to get him to do. But to live a little, man, that's it. You yeah. Know, I mean, guess as well, he sees you doing the things you want to, and, it, you know, it inspires everyone, doesn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's like, you know, this is such a hard industry to kind of try and chip away at. Yeah. And then when you do it, you're going to go, I'm, I'm, it doesn't matter, man, whatever it is, I'm getting better at this. Yeah, yeah. Because any sort of success in this is... Minute, yeah, that's right. Yeah, step yeah. Up and, then and it's fleeting as well. Like, plateau, and then yeah. you step up, and then like, what, am I? You know, I'm, I know I'm getting better at this, but does it? Where's the? Uh, is there a reward? Where's the? Where's yeah, the, yeah. And you see so many people that have become disillusioned with it yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and like you know, but it, if you keep doing it, you know yourself, you kind of go. Uh, you know, people, people kind of. I love seeing people who just started, and then you say, look, you know, people who were nice to me on the circuit before you go, they pass on this like just nice words to you yeah yeah 100% oh, yeah it means the world as well absolutely yeah and then you go and then you go and you and I like passing that like nugget of, of gold onto them and like you know of joy go yeah man keep fucking at it man you're doing great you know that's it it's just because it's so difficult yeah and that I mean trying to get your dad to enjoy himself is, is hard because they get everyone else gets locked into that that hamster wheel I mean we're on the hamster, hamster wheel of the circuit yeah 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 that yeah. can grind you down too yeah 100% but you've got to be aware of it go no 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 I'm, I'm alright I know where I, what ones I want to do yeah yeah and those ones they're they're just like they're just going to kill me yeah yeah you know, yeah like, those, those gigs will kill me these gigs will be they're a place to there's not really a hamster there's an actual there's an actual road that yeah 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 down. so yeah you, you inspire the people by just doing this as well you're like keeping at something that's yeah, the hardest sure. thing yeah 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 but uh, yeah but yeah well, that's cool man just kind of try and yeah, get, get, get out of that kind of mentality of oh no just I, I can't work any, uh, because people feel ashamed for not pursuing the th- people feel ashamed for not doing the things that sometimes they don't like you know they go yeah, yeah. stuck into that work ethic but that's not I've got to change yeah 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 change shit man yeah. that's it it's, uh, change is the hardest thing man it's, uh, gotta, yeah 100% yeah yeah, yeah. just when you're locked into doing something yeah and... it's like oh and, and like you know I'd tell you I'd a bit in my show as well I'd said uh, I stayed in, that, in my job out of spite yeah because I was like oh they're not going to break me yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this I'm hanging on, man. I'm hanging on. Yeah, good because you can when you can see it, someone else, but it's just trying to help them through that that kind of situation is difficult. This is the first time you've been out of Australia. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, first trip overseas. And, and so how how did you feel when like is it your first, is, it's not your first plane journey though, right? No, 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 no. But like, I mean, it's definitely my longest one. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But how so? How are you finding uh, the okay? How are you find the audiences here instead of in, rather than in Melbourne? Um... I found I can't do a lot of my bits. I've realised a lot of my bits are very Australian centric, you know, like just references that people understand. Like, just, like, like what? Um, I've got a lot of jokes about being from North Queensland, you know. Oh, so you right. come to a place where just like Australia is one place. I don't know the differences between the. I can't do sure. those jokes. I got to. 
Jokes about like a Kmart, there's no Kmart's here. Right. That's so like, then I don't get that. Just these like things that just translate. Yeah, it? just little things that just won't translate, yeah. you know, and then the, if you tried to explain it, then the joke's gone, you know, <laughs> like it's can't. <laughs> it's true, you're trying to explain it, like, because like, it makes it funnier. And, yeah, like, yeah. You know, and like, uh, I, I, I say it's, it's fun when you kind of have those little moments, right? but sometimes e- explaining it and continue to explain it, even though they've, still got, they've got it, go, you keep going. Yeah, yeah. Keep going, and that's yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, have fun, fun with it. it. Yeah, 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 totally. It's like this, and you don't, they go, we know, like, I know you know, I'm just fucking being a prick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I think, I think all, every single audience is different, you know, mm. so they're all going to react a little bit different. Totally. Yeah, no, they've been good over here, like, you can't, I've found, I've learned this in Melbourne festivals, though, you can never judge, like, you see them walking in, and you try and you automatically you do it like I do it not on purpose. You just make little judgments. You'll think, oh fuck, they're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they're not. They're not going to get what I'm saying. But then you get in there and like you're completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, me and my mate did a pop up gig. So someone obviously wanted the day off in their mm-hmm. room. So George managed to nab it, and he's like, "Well, come along. You can do 15 open for me, and I'll just do like a slightly different version of my show where I can try some other stuff." Mm-hmm. So I was like, sick, no worries. And he got a bit of a crowd in and there was like a few older couples and the guy that was um, in the room every other day was an old Jewish comedian. Oh, yeah. So I was like, fuck, these people are here to see an old... Ivor Dembina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, these people are here to see an old Jewish comedian. Mm. He's like, just got the sharp as hell jokes. He's a fringe legend, like mm. whatever. And I was picked up like the older guy. I was like, they're here to see him. And mm. I was like, fuck. All right, I was going to do my thing. And I opened up with like who's here to see Ivan, Ivor or whatever. And it was none of them. It was two young fellas at the back. And I was mm. like, all right, cool. Cause that'd be a bit weird. You come to see an old Jewish comedian and you get two, oh, you get a Greek Australian guy and his fucking idiot mulleted mate. And they all cracked up, you know, yeah. they loved it. The older, older couples absolutely loved it. They had a right. great time, you know, and I found that during festival as well, a few times in our shows, we had a bunch of older couples coming. I'm like, fuck, cause I've got lots of jokes about doing drugs yeah. and like, just and just silly mm. silly jokes about social media and mm. stuff but like they're some of the best shows we had because mm. I find the older couples like the older people that are out seeing shows mm. they don't give a fuck yeah. they want to laugh they've, they've come out to enjoy themselves and they're not reserved they're not worried about what anyone else is thinking like as much as a younger person would be you know mm. so if they're, if they're having a good time they will fucking let loose and laugh and yeah. So they're some of the best audiences, I think. I love seeing it. Like I love, I love getting an old bloke laughing. Like that's mm. probably one of my favourite things ever. Yeah. Because they're not, they're not threatened by you, are they? Like, that's exactly not, right. Yeah, that's it. they're like just I'm, I'm my life. I'm, I'm, I got my perfect life. I'm just coming to just chill. Yeah, yeah. And whereas the young people, are like, well, I've got here with my missus, maybe, and this guy's being funnier than I've been. Yeah, yeah. I fucking, I'm, I would, I'm enjoying it, but I'm fucking not going to know I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, and then the, and the women, then some, I said, some, I mean, this is, I've seen this quite a lot, you know, you see it in audiences, the, the women sometimes look at the guy to see if they're yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. And then they look back at you and they go, okay, oh, he's kind of enjoying, is he enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, it's just like tennis game they're having between the, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's or even just weird. mates, like some people don't want to, like they want to be cool, you know, yeah. so they don't want to be the yeah. one laughing hard if, if their mate didn't find it as totally. funny. So they don't want to be the guy that's yeah. they don't want to look like a loser, you know. Totally. Like, I'm not going to laugh hard at this if he's not. Yeah, exactly. So I want to be part of the group, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not different. Yeah. I want to be the same. But yeah. to be different, it's much more fun. Yeah, yeah. Man. Comedy aside, right? What do you do to everyone needs a bit of a break away from like the, the mayhem, which is a constant grind of comedy yeah yeah it's always turning in there but like what do you do apart from that what do you what do you do to kind of like just 
Settle. Um, meth. Yeah, lots of meth, actually. <laughs> like, you don't get much settling done. <laughs> no, more yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, you can see my room, it's clean as hell. My book's perfectly straight. There's not a mark yeah. on my computer screen. Color coordinated, yeah. but you're amazing. <laughs> um, I do a lot of just hanging out. I, uh, I used to, when I was like up in Townsville, I used to do a lot of um, slacklining. Okay. Just basically like tightrope walking. All right. So that was a good little thing, but since... Being in Melbourne and being stuck in the comedy so much, I've been doing that less and less because I've just got mm. no time. I work full time, so it's yeah. like I get home, I I eat, and then I just go out and yeah. and get on the grind. But other than that, like I just I like to fucking blaze up and just hang yeah. out with mates, you know, play a bit of fucking PlayStation. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go for walks. Big okay. fan of going for a walk, you mm. know. Just not even think sometimes. Just mm. just walk. Mm. And Melbourne's beautiful, you know. I live in a really nice area, so. Well, sometimes I'll walk into the city instead of getting, getting the tram in to a gig. I'll leave, you know, 45 minutes early and just and just walk. Nice. I'm pretty basic like that, mate. I'm either doing comedy or I'm just hanging out somewhere. That's cool. I live with some really good people, so yeah. we'll just blaze up and play with the PlayStation, talk some shit. Yeah. yeah. Are they comics as well? One of them is. Another guy used to uh, do stand-up. Now he's more into directing and producing and stuff. He's right. made a few TV shows and he writes for a few TV shows and yeah. stuff and Doing some sketch. He's a really, really funny guy. Show me that video. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, um, what was it called? Uh, Hot Dad Productions. It was the Trash and Treasure. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. That's a great sketch. It's on YouTube, isn't it? Trash and Treasure. treasure. Yeah, yeah. Great. Hot Dad Productions it's... on Facebook. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, John is the director of that. He's cool. one of the main creators of all that stuff. He's, yeah. he's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. And uh, if you, like, if you kind of got, hey, John, look, you know, I'm, I'm here. You know, John, put me in a... Thing. Yeah, yeah. He's been um, up just a few extra spots now. No, oh, and I've had a few little lines in some of them. Mm. They're doing... A lot of work with another good mate, my first ever mate in comedy, Aaron Gox, hmm. who's he's massive. He blew up in Australia. He's a very, very unique dude. He's been doing stand-up a very long time. He saw me do my first few gigs when he lived in Brisbane, hmm. and he liked me. And he's like, I'll oh, try and get your gigs and stuff like that. He's just like, he's the nicest person in the world. He always made silly videos online, you know, and one that he had. But I got the shirt, it's like, a, it's just his face. Yeah. And it says, classic stitch-up. Cool. Underneath, and so he had a video where it was just him in front of the webcam, mm. just telling this like st- stupid story. It's a story about he was at work, and Marty. I said to the boss, I said to Marty, the boss wants to see you. Mm. And then when Marty got to the boss, he didn't want to see him. Right. It's a classic stitch up, mm-hmm. just super dry yeah, yeah. Australian humor, mm. and it just fucking blew up, yeah. exploded, because he's just got such a funny look about him and stuff mm. like that, he's been doing heaps more stuff, mm. so John and the Hot Dad Productions have been producing a lot of sketches and stuff with him, because like, he's just loved, so just been doing like a, a little bit of extra work and stuff mm. like that in those things, just because I'm around and it's a bit of fun, you know, it's, it's cool, you know, like getting home from work in the afternoon, the house is just full of like fucking sound guys yeah, and yeah. cameras and they've cool. got a green screen set up because I've never been around anything like that you know like yeah. I was saying like I've never done any performance or whatever just to see what goes into making those fucking funny videos it's exciting isn't it like, oh know, it's great man it's so jacked. cool yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great man that kind of humour is very it's, it's, it's working men's humour isn't it yeah it's like and, and like that's because I, I my first job I ever had was like, working on like I say stone walls building stone walls yeah. stone mason you know 
and those guys you work with, man, they're all like that's my the main population of Australia is building and and like you know like farming and whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Working men and that same sort of like oh you know the old classic you know left hand screwdriver. That's the same. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yes, and it just most, just silly stuff. It just hooks into that that whole mentality of, of, of the country, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. why it blew up, isn't it? It's like, okay, if you're going to get more of those hooks, yeah, yeah. Like, that's great. So, you know, you've got to find that, that thing that everyone likes, you know, or maybe just, you know, the, for now, I mean, you can get given the thing that only some people like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I've done this thing that everyone likes, and there's other thing as well that some people may like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? You they've done some funny stuff, man. Yeah. I'll show you one. Yeah. They're recreating Australian t- TV shows from the right. 90s, like kids' oh. shows. Yeah. But with Goxie as the main character, so it's like a thirty-four-year-old fat dude, hairy as playing Ocean Girl, right? Which is like a TV show where it was like a young girl who's in the ocean. She used to fight like oh, baddies and stuff like right. that. So it's like him in like a one-piece bathing suit. It's fucking oh. brilliant, man. So funny. Right. So they've just been doing a lot more of those where they they just recreate different awesome. kids shows from the nineties. Cool. Yeah, it's so funny. Fun, man. Yeah, yeah. And what is it getting you do full time then? Uh, now I do like gardening. Oh right, cool. So I like, work for like a council. Um, just going around, we have got a bunch of little sites in a in a suburb outside of Melbourne. Oh, you do a tree searching thing, isn't it? No, I'm not as full on. So oh, it's right. like we don't cut trees so much. We do a lot of hedging, yeah. and mowing and stuff like yeah. that. Just making sure the park stays pretty. You know, yeah. if there's any rubbish, pick it up. Spray a few weeds. Any any crazy shit you've found in the uh, in the in the in the parks? Um, lots of bongs. Oh yeah, lots of just random shit. A big mm. bag of white powder one time. I don't oh know what yeah, the fuck it was. Okay. Um, just yeah, just weird shit. Like just yeah, yeah. yeah, rubbish and fucking mm. vacuum. They've got a real problem with people dumping out there, so oh, it's, right. it's like real grubby. You know, mm. people just dump their rubbish in a park somewhere. Mm. So it's pretty annoying. I got some good bits out of it though. Yeah, I bet. So. Yeah, do you use all those bits still? Yeah, I think oh, yeah, a few of them. Yeah, yeah. To burn them, which is like you know that's cool, but um. So, uh, yeah, because I know another friend of mine, he, uh, he works in a recycling centre. Yeah. And he's got loads of, like, loads of bits just from that. It's really, some really good. These musical comics different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you get some great things. I guess in Australia, people use things until they're fucked, right? They don't, they don't, they don't throw away something that still got a bit of a use for it, right? And it's like, you know... Oh, um, no, I think that people, that people are fucking wasteful, hey? Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what, have you managed to reclaim anything? Uh, oh, have I kept anything? Not really. Yeah. I got a porn DVD. Yeah. But I snapped it accidentally. Uh, but I just I use it on stage <laughs> as a bit, you know. Yeah. It's um. So I got a bit where it's like I've talked about how much I hate litterers. So I found two bags full of the remains of a kid's birthday party. Hmm. I was like, I fucking hate litterers so much. This job makes me hate litterers so much because my first thought was, fuck. I hope I find a third bag with the remains of that kid in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then I go and oh, it's not all bad. Like sometimes, yeah, sometimes you find really cool stuff, and then I pull out the porn DVD and right, just rip cool. on that a little bit. Nice, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Was it? Um, I mean, when I was a kid as well, like you know, we used to go every Sunday. We used to go down to the dump, and then like the people just throw away some mats. Oh yeah, I used to do that heaps as a kid. Go to the dump oh, with dad because like thing. back then the dump was like all spread now they've yeah. got just big bins, so it's a bit harder. Yeah, but um, yeah, that used to have so much fun, man. Just like just fucking going through everything and. Yeah. God knows what we could have caught or anything. Know, right? <laughs> Health and safety. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like <laughs> your parents were just like, watch out for the nails. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically. Like, yeah, yeah. Make <laughs> sure we had shoes on half the time. Exactly. My nose, there's plenty of, yeah. I'll, and then I'll go nail my foot, Dad. It's fine. 
Don't worry about it. Your brother's got one as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's got two nails in both feet. That's fine. Uh, he's under that pile of uh, bikes in the corner. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, it was like, I mean, we used to go down and like, you, you know, you, I think maybe, probably the same sort of thing, you know, they just have a landfill and you would yeah. go in or maybe a concrete bit where they'd put it all and they'd sort it out or incinerate it or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, me and my brother, we used to go down there and uh, we'd like to collect a lot of wood for the wood burning stove. You yeah. Know? And then fucking, you know, old man was like fucking, right, save the money, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, heat all the hot water in the place, you know, and then uh, and then we'd uh, also while we're down there, you know, collect all the coke bottles as well for ten p each and stuff, and yeah, we'd yeah. take them back and that. And we'd like about you could we could take old bikes and shit out of there, yeah. And like you know, you'd be like, oh, like you like, oh, you've got that, you can have it now. They're fucking selling it. Yeah, that's uh, right. They've got shops set up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, look, you they figured just, it out. You know what I mean? If people are throwing this shit away, you're fucking selling it. It's, you shouldn't be making money off this. You're making money off it anyway. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, but just. We were literally recycling. We were like cutting out the middleman, you know. I guess, but yeah. But it's uh, like we'd have like had about seven like broken bikes. Really had about one bike. Yeah, that's right. Know, yeah, it's all together. Yeah, because like one's got no seat, the other one's got like fucking no brakes, and like the one's one 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 wheel, you know. Yeah. But yeah, same same sort of thing for you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like you know, like a. It's a, a chess set with like fucking only two pieces in it. But hey, we're taking it home. This is free. We're yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You can make it. the rest of the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just draw little things. Man. Yeah, yeah, good times, man. They were great. No, yeah, we robbed one of those um, shops once, the little dump shops. Yeah, we were my mate. Nice. Went to not the dump near my house. It was one closer to his house. It was like a a bigger dump. And they had the shop. We're like, fuck these, fuck these cunts. We're yeah. gonna get in. <laughs> and we, um, I don't know, we took a few bike frames or something like that. Mm. But I think that was like, he lives in kind of a bad suburb, so we were just like one of many people that would yeah. would rob that place from time to time. There's a big queue outside. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's already a big hole nice. cut in the fence and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, so it's like we just walk in, grab so a bit. And butler opening the, uh, yeah, <laughs> opening yeah, yeah. the fence for you. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're the, uh, you're the 2, 2 a.m. Yeah, the, the day trading was all the legit stuff, and then like the black market took over at night. Yeah, yeah, Someone nice. completely different came in and ran the place. <laughs> That's it, man. That's cool. Was it uh, so? Your next mission then is to just get better and like do more festivals, that yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am. Um, I'm holding off on doing a solo. Yeah. For maybe another year and a half, because mm. during the festival next year, I mean, I'm not a sure shoe in, but every raw comedy winner has been a part of this one showcase show, part of the Melbourne Festival. Mm. So I'm like. You know, I don't want to say I'm assuming I'm doing it, but it's like, you know, I'm going to stay good with those guys and ask for it, mm. and hopefully it's called Comedy Zone. So that's the plan for next Melbourne Festival. Mm. So I'll do that. That's, you know, good exposure. You don't have to worry about it too much. You fly mm. and stuff for them, but they've, they've got the venue set up. It's ran, run by the actual festival. So it's a good showcase of young talent Great. from all around Australia. So that's what I'm aiming to do next Melbourne Festival. And then I spend the next year after that just trying to put together a solo show. And so I think when I want to do my first solo, I want it to be really, really good. So mm. um, I'm in no rush. There's no pressure on me to, to get anything out mm. there. Mm. So I might as well just take advantage of the opportunities that I'm, I've gotten from this raw comedy thing mm. and then just slowly build a nice solid mm. hour to really make a debut nice. at, a, at the festivals, and, you know. And tour it around and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, so, yeah. So we could come find you in Melbourne. Yep. And you're gigging all around there and all uh, around. And then where else can we find you? Social media. Social media, um, Instagram at local funny man. 
Uh, the same on Twitter, at Local Funny Man. I think it's the same on Facebook as well, but just look me up on Facebook, Zach. Z-A-C-K-D-Y-E-R. And I, I try and stay active. I, I ebb and flow when it comes to social media stuff. Like Sometimes I'll have a good idea just for a funny video and I'll put it up. Mm. And maybe like I'll be quite active and then I'll just have nothing for months. It's probably the worst way of doing it because you need to be consistent when oh, it comes to that stuff. It's but annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. You've got to be doing it. Like, it's got to do it. It's like, but, you know, like they say. Yeah, you don't want to put trash out, mm. you know. So they say consistency is a key to build up an audience. But like if, you, if I can't be consistently as funny as I'd like mm. to be, I don't want to just put filler out, you know. Yeah, I mean, you see people just whining in the end, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man, I don't want to hear your your inner sadness yeah yeah you know just give me some jokes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well, well Zach man thanks for coming on the show man it's been great no worries man thank you so much for having me and that was episode 57 with a very funny Zach Dyer he got through to the semi-finals of So You Think You're Funny he won Raw which is the big comedy competition in Australia he was broadcast nationally so that means that he's going to be in melbourne at the comedy zone for probably 2018 or 2019 i'm not sure but go check his stuff out online he's a very funny guy he's done a few sketches as well with dad productions really lovely fella as well go check his stuff out online and go and see him live he's writing his full hour over the next year or so go see where he's performing and tuning that show up you're not gonna be disappointed you can find him everywhere on facebook twitter and all those places you can also find this podcast at The Comedy Defect on Twitter. You can follow me at Winter Fonander. You can also follow the jokes that I'm raking out of that Guinness Encyclopedia. The handle for that is at Guinness Jokes. Got to nearly page 100. As I say, guys, I've been busy. I told you before. I hope you enjoyed episode 57. Uh, next month, we have a guy I've been trying to get on the podcast for a while. He's a really lovely fella. I've gigged with him many times before, and you're going you're gonna to really like that one. I think it's Ben Clover. It's just yeah, it's a bit of, we're having a bit of a chat. I've had I'm talked to him for ages, so we don't we go into comedy a little bit, but it's just nice to catch up with Ben. Ben Clover is episode fifty eight. Uh, I also have a announcement to make very soon. There's a guy that I've been trying to get on the podcast for ages, and he is a comic that's been doing it for at least twenty, twenty five, twenty seven years or so. And I gigged with him not too long ago. He's just like it's great to gig with people who've got such experience and such talent because it just inspires you even just talking to him after the gig I talked to this guy and it was just like it was so much knowledge was being imparted in the few hours that we spent together oh, it was great it's just it's such a lovely thing just passing it down and anyone you meet on the circuit it's lovely to just pass on that knowledge that you've been given as well I love receiving that knowledge and passing it on because we're all here to help each other out comedy's great but it's the people you meet sometimes that really make it even more worthwhile well, that's episode 57. As I say, I hope you enjoyed that one. Next month, we've got Ben Clover for episode 58. Until then, I hope you got through January okay and you didn't push yourself too hard with those New Year's resolutions. Because remember, we've got another 11 months of this shit to get through. So yeah, just, you know, pace yourself. <laughs>